The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. What if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? And Grammy award-winning singer-songwriter Laura Story shares what life is like as her husband deals with the effects of a brain tumor. Our broken things in this life find their greater purpose in his story of redemption. He promises that there's purpose for the pain. He promises that he's doing something greater even when we don't understand it. so much. Uh, we welcome you and we welcome all of you to Life Today. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I have Laura Story with us. And this is a really, really, I think, uh, important question that's the title of this book. When God doesn't fix it. Listen to the sub. Lessons you never wanted to learn. Truths you can't live without. Have we ever asked God why he didn't fix something? Yeah. Have we ever wondered why? We, we have, especially when things don't go the way we think they should go and that we pray they will go. And the way we just know they should go. Yeah. Would you welcome the author of this book and the one who I think will uh, give us some answers? Would you welcome Laura Story? Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're glad to have you here. And uh, you, you are a singer, and you're, you're going to sing. You're going to hear her sing. And uh, our audience is going to hear her, so you come to some of her taping. She's going to do a little private little concert for them <laughs> to sing. But, Laura, tell us what inspired you to write When God Doesn't Fix It. Well, I feel like uh, the message, the book really is for anyone that's ever asked that question of why God maybe didn't answer their prayer the way that they wanted or didn't do it in the time frame that they expected. And, and the question really came up in our lives. Uh, the past nine years, my husband has been struggling through uh, a brain tumor and a brain injury that resulted from this tumor. And it really has redefined our lives and redefined our faith in a way uh, that, you know, we, we had been um, Christians for years before this had happened, but it was the first time that we truly had to trust God's promises in the midst of a situation that, that seemed so broken. And, and honestly, uh, faced with the disappointment of why isn't God healing him when we're asking him so fervently to do so. Now, you were going to a new church uh, situation where yes. you were going to be involved with the praise ministry and team, mm -hmm. and you found out that he had the brain tumor. Yes. And you called them and told them, what, maybe you shouldn't come? And with this, what's come up, what was the response? Well, we, my husband and I are both from Spartanburg, South Carolina, and we were moving to the, to the big city of Atlanta, Georgia. And so when we started noticing Martin having these health symptoms, uh, our first response was, we need to stay here with our family. And so I called my, who was my boss-to-be, to tell him, you know, something's going on. We're not sure if it's physical or mental. Uh, and his response was, whatever the problem is, you come here because you're part of us now. Wow. And they That's truly, where the church should be. Big. Yeah. Perimeter Church has been, um, I've been there for about 10 years now, and they've really taken care of us and loved That's us well. Right. Well, message that you communicate here, how do you, how do you comfort someone because the, uh, you know, Betty and I lost a daughter to cancer that had as much faith as anyone we've ever known. Yeah. And we know, we knew all of the famous uh, uh, 
people of faith. We, you know, we were close friends with Oral Roberts. Our son graduated from ORU. Uh, we believe in healing. We, you just, we just read your journal, first time we went to Africa. Three blind people healed. A person crippled all their life healed. A lot of atrophy in the muscle, but healed. We believe in healing. Our daughter was miraculously healed when she was a child. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just had so much confidence, but she didn't get well the way we wanted. She's well, perfect. Yeah. We know that. We knew that. She knew that. But why didn't she get well? Why didn't God fix it? Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I wish so much that the book had the answer to that question with your daughter. Yeah. And I wish it had the answer to why. My husband to this day still lives with a substantial vision deficit and a memory deficit that complicates our lives every day. The truth is, is I, don't, I don't know why. Uh, the truth is the scripture, they don't promise us that we're gonna understand those hard things this side of heaven. But what the Bible does promise us is that our broken things in this life find their greater purpose in his story of redemption. He promises that there's purpose for the pain. He promises that he's doing something greater even when we don't understand it. When you see what's going on with your husband now, and he's, is he able to work some? Is he able to accomplish some things? Well, he's, he... he's just started working part-time uh, in the past two years, and it's, it's been a sweet thing to see the Lord restore some of that. And, and it's, it's learning to live in this place of believing wholeheartedly that God could, could heal Martin just with a snap of a finger, uh, but also being content uh, in trusting that if God hasn't brought that complete healing, then there must be a reason for it. And, and trying to, to see the blessings in the midst of it. And, and more than anything, trying just to be as open as we can with our story. I, I believe, the reason I wrote the book is because I believe that every person has a unique story. Mm -hmm. And that's a story that, that it is their responsibility to, to steward so that God's faithfulness can be seen through it. Haven't you seen how big God is through this? this journey that you're on, you continue to be on, because I know in our situation, God, boy, I hung on to him tight, and I still do, you know, but Absolutely. that relationship with him became, I had a choice to make, was I, will I be drawn to God more, or will mm -hmm. I draw away? And I chose to draw closer to him, That's and he so was true. my salvation through all this in this journey. And have you found that to be true too? Absolutely. I, I think about the passage in, in First Peter that says, be ready to have an answer for the hope um, within you when people ask. And I don't know about you, but before this happened to us, people weren't just randomly coming up to me saying, hey, tell me about the hope that's within you. It's, yeah. it's when you're walking through that dark valley that's more painful than you could ever imagine. And you still are able to put one foot in front of the other. And people come up to you and say, how are you able to continue to, to have joy. And, and that's when I get the opportunity to say, because my joy is found in Jesus, because my joy is a joy that can't be taken away from me. It's not based on my circumstances. You know, you tell in the, in the book that he didn't even remember because of this, <laughs> that, that you all were married. So he think you were a nurse. What yeah. you say? <laughs> so At least you said I got a pretty nurse. <laughs> <laughs> So we grew up together. We went, we went to high school together. We were high school sweethearts. And the doctor had told us initially before Martin's surgery that it was possible that when he woke up that he wouldn't remember who I was. And so I got to see him uh, that first time after his surgery. And as soon as our eyes met, he said, Laura Story. And I thought, okay, good, he recognizes me. And then he said, what are you doing here? And I realized that he knew exactly who, who I was. He just didn't know that we were married. And so I had to break this news to him. And fortunately, his response was, 
we're married? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best way that yeah. can go down, trust me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good answer when it wasn't fixed. Yes. Yeah, I think he helps you out on that. You know, if you would say to everybody that's uh, watching and, and uh, that would get the book, which is in the bookstores and online, uh, if they got it and they go through it, what are they going to come away with? Are they just going to come away with saying, well, I'm just going to have to act happy, I'm not happy? What, 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 are, yeah. they, what are they going to actually find that's going to settle in? Do you feel like that when people go through this, that maybe you'll help them see God in their situation, but also look beyond their situation and ask how they might share God in somebody else's situation in that mm -hmm. they have experienced similar things and we're, as Paul said, to comfort people with the comfort wherewith yes. you've been comforted. And that's, are you trying to get people there? Absolutely. I'd say uh, with my husband's brain injury, I've met with women whose husbands have returned from war with brain injuries or motorcycle accidents, all, all in, in not, and beyond even just uh, health, physical issues, people struggling with unemployment or drug addiction. I, I met with a woman once whose husband had a similar brain injury as my husband and we were sitting together on a in an interview kind of like this where the the host had invited both of us to talk about it and at the end of the time the host was saying goodbye to this lady and she she said you know I'm going to be praying for you and I just know that things are going to get better well then it comes to me and I said well I'm going to be praying for you but honestly I'm not going to tell you that I know that things are going to get better I'm not a doctor. I can't mm -hmm. say that medically. I said, but uh, the truth is I believe you can get better. Mm -hmm. I, I believe our, our circumstances, God doesn't have to fix it in order for us to grow as into the people that he desires for us to be. Right. Well, we've seen that with our, our daughter's children that uh, beautifully, and then we oh. know that our daughter sowed beautiful seeds of life and truth and love, but we're really seeing it come out, and you have to wonder sometimes because maybe mom's not there, the impact of her life becomes even weightier and more meaningful in theirs. Mm -hmm. And I won't be surprised at all if I don't just watch the miracle of that unfold before I ask, because frankly, I think I'm seeing it. And mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter what happens. It's not all good, but God works all things together for good. Yes. Regardless of where you are when the problem comes, if you will turn to him who loves you totally, freely, fully, if you will receive that love and ask him to give you love for him, he will, and he'll give you understanding and work that which is unexplainable, seemingly unbearable, he can work it for good. And that's what he's in the process of doing. That's why he wrote the book, which is in the bookstores. But he also gave you a gift and a gift to sing. Would you like to hear Laura sing one of the songs that actually is a testimony of what you're watching God do? Would you do that for us? And what's the title of the song? The song called Blessings. Blessings, and that's what we all need and want. All right, we want to hear you. Look forward to it. We pray for blessings. We pray for peace, comfort for family, protection while we sleep. We pray for healing, for prosperity. We pray for your mighty hand to ease our suffering. And all 
But love is way too much to give us lesser things. Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? And what if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? And what if trials of this life are your mercies in disguise? We pray for wisdom to hear and we cry in anger when we cannot feel you near we doubt your goodness and we doubt your love as if every promise from your word is not enough A song that Chris Tomlin made quite famous and indescribable. <laughs> yes, and you appreciate this great gift God's given you all. Indescribable. Are you finding him indescribable even in this journey that when things aren't fixed, it, he, he's still indescribable? I'll tell you, it is, it's believing that we have a big God 
that allows us to endure the pain. I, I, <laughs> I know uh, there's a phrase that says, you know, don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff. I've always thought that that phrase was really silly because <laughs> I think it really minimizes the pain that we walk through. Things mm -hmm. like brain tumors and, and losing a daughter, those aren't small things, but we have a big God that we can run to and he may not be giving us the fix that we're looking for. He may not even give us the answers that we're looking for, but the fact that we have a God that we can run to with our questions and with our tears, uh, that is enough for me in this season. With our broken heart. Let me just Absolutely. say to you right where you are, and just to come, come here, let me talk to you a minute here. Just, uh, I want you to know that, that you know, we're, we're all sitting here with our own journeys, our own challenges, our own wondering why God didn't fix it the way we just knew it ought to be fixed. Mm -hmm. We certainly wanted it that way. He really does take broken pieces and create masterpieces. Amen. He can take a broken heart, hold it close. And, and I want to say to you, because I, I don't know where you are, but I really want God to hold you right now. And better than that, he wants to hold you. Yeah. Would you just let him hold you? And let him tell you he knows how much it hurts. He knows how you feel. And he wants to bear the load with him. Just tell him you want him to. Father, be like Father. Yes, sir. Be like the greatest Father that you are. To every person right now that needs to feel the shoulder, the comfort, the arms, the shelter, the peace, the security. Just let it flow in Jesus' name. You know the telephone number there on the screen is always there if you need somebody to pray with you. And I don't care what need we're meeting. It can be a catastrophic event and we're trying to rescue lives. It can be feeding the hungry or giving people water. But the greatest response every day, I mean, a thousand calls, please pray with me. Hold my heart. Don't hesitate to ask. Laura, thank you. You'll tell Laura thank you again for being with me. Thank you, guys. And Martin, Martin, listen to me. We're praying for you. <laughs> you are a miracle. Yeah. The whole thing's a miracle. But there's even more can come now and forever. We're praying for you. Laura, we love to put God's arms around the hurting. And our viewers, many of you watch because you got a broken heart. Many of you watched some wondering why. Maybe it was just because you wanted somebody to love you. But is it possible that God wanted to love someone through you that you are watching today so you could be the expression of love and life? Watch. See if there's not someone right now. Watch closely. You can love.
This little girl's name is Esperanza. Her name means hope. And she's reaching out to me in spite of the condition of her body that is so malnourished. She keeps touching me, reaching for my hand. Everything in her is crying out, help me, help me. And looking for change. This is unjust for a child to suffer like this. I can't stand it. I can't stand to watch it happening. And I have hope for her. Yes, I do. I have hope for you. And I have hope for other children. We can catch them sooner. We can get to them sooner and turn the whole situation around for their lives. They don't have to suffer like this. We've got to help these children. We'll do this together. Yes, we'll do this together. Look at this. Yeah. She's fighting to live. This little one is fighting to live. Yes, you are. That little baby's reaching up. Jeannie knows it. What do you see? What happens in your heart, Betty? Well, the last thing Jeannie said is, we'll do this together. That's you and me and everyone watching. We can do this together. We can make the difference between life and death for these precious children just by offering them nutrition, by giving them the food that they need before they get to the state that this precious little baby was. I hope that little baby makes it. I know Jeannie does. And if you'll join with us, we can meet that need together. Every one of these babies that are suffering because they don't have any food to eat, they're dying because they don't have food to eat. Won't you join with us and let's do it together? Every one of those little babies like that that got helped, they were not only touched by somebody like Jeannie, they were touched by a missionary relief worker that was supported by someone who touched them with love in the form of a gift. I can so well remember Peter Pretorius and the missionaries when Betty and I said, we'll stay over here with you and help you. And they said, please don't. Please go back home and tell what's here so we can stay and not be empty handed. We can help them. And we came back to you not knowing whether you'd help. But thank you. Because somebody like you said, Jeannie, I'll save that little baby. You're seeing the little baby down on the screen again. Look at her. She's representing so many. Would you say, I'll help? We do not exaggerate when we tell you that for 30, 50, or $100, we can feed three, five, or 10 children for several months. The dollar goes a long way on the mission field, and it is so effective. We will first show them the love of God. We will love them not in word only, but in deed, in action, compassion. And we will keep those missionaries and relief workers putting the arms of God's love around children like that, that you wanted to pick up, just like Jeannie did, and that child reaching up. Reaching up not just to Jeannie, not just to the missionaries that are there, but reaching up to you to be the answer to the need of that child and for the support of the missionaries to do it. 
Would you go to lifetoday.org? Please go. Take a bank card with you and make the largest gift you can, knowing that 30, 50, or 100, we feed three, five, or 10 children. I would ask you to give 1,000, help us care for 100. Keep this in mind. We got a, a very special need. We must replace eight 10-ton trucks and more than 70,000 of the little plastic bowls that you, the viewer, ask us to give the children. Now, we need to replace them in many areas and going into new areas. That's a tremendous amount. Would you make the largest gift you can, please? Do it online or dial that number and take your bank card right now and use it like a check, please. We have some special gifts to send you to say thank you, but you're giving the greatest gift. You're giving the gift of life and you're expressing the love of God. Thank you for doing it. Please do it and pray many will join you. Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, able to feed and care for over 400,000 children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With previous food reserves gone and malnutrition levels in Angola rising due to increased food scarcity, we desperately need to replenish our supplies for our feeding programs immediately. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Also, please consider an additional gift toward our $316,000 goal to provide eight all-wheel drive trucks and 76,000 new bowls for the children. As our thank you, we'll send you this soft-covered journal Bible featuring the Gospels, Psalms, and Proverbs for your devotional time in the Word. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request the complete Holy Bible Journal Edition, perfect for keeping notes and insights as you read and study. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. Well, Betty and I want to thank you for saving precious little children, but also, listen, don't take this lightly. These eight-ton, uh, ten-ton trucks, uh, eight of them we need, please help us. We have some beautiful gifts for you. The Word of God, the Holy Bible Journal Edition. I, I, I just know that you know we're saying thank you because we love you and want to bless you, just like you're helping us bless others. If you would like to have Laura's book, when God doesn't fix it as a comfort and inspiration, and you say, would you please send it to me? It's in the bookstores. Get it online, but if you'd like to have it, you just touch one of these children with the hands of love, and you just help, and just say, would you please send me Laura's book, too? We certainly will do it. Let's say thanks to Laura again for being a blessing to you. Laura, bless you. Bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank all of you from the bottom of our heart. Check out Stream, the stream.org. Get insight as well as news that matters. Thanks for watching.
Tomorrow, international Bible teacher and author Beth Moore assures us that God hears our desperate cries when we are at the end of our rope. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.